0: Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews. This podcast covers interviews with people of interest, including celebrities and celebrity profiles. I am your host, Mary Jensen. In this episode, I'll be talking with historian, author, and lecturer, Christopher Daly. Mr. Daly is currently a history teacher in Kingston, Massachusetts. He holds a BA and an MA from Bridgewater State University in political science and history. Mr. Daly was formerly the president of the Pembroke Historical Society and chairman of the Pembroke Historical Commission. He was also a docent at the John Alden House Historical Site, as well as coordinator of educational outreach. Mr. Daly has written several articles on varied historical topics for local publications and has written his first book entitled Murder and Mayhem in Boston, Historic Crimes in the Hub. Here is the interview. Christopher Daly, thank you for joining me today for this episode.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Mary.
0: Let's get started with you telling our listeners a little about yourself and what you do.
1: Oh, well, um, I'm, uh, first off, I, I guess I'm a, a history teacher at the Silver Lake Regional School System in Kingston, Massachusetts, but, um, I've also been lecturing on different historical topics for probably 25 years now, uh, ranging anywhere from the Kennedy assassination to the history of Irish in Boston. Uh, so <clears throat> I've got about nine or ten of them. Um, and Haunted History of New England is one of them. And also I'm the author of Murder and Mayhem in Boston. So I guess that, in a nutshell, that's it.
0: Yeah, and that book came out, was it in 2015?
1: Yeah, 2015, yeah.
0: What was the inspiration for writing the book?
1: Um, it actually came about due to my lecture called Mass Murder, which is just a play on Massachusetts murder cases. And uh, it, uh, I, I was contacted by the his, history press, and they thought, oh, why don't you do a book on this? And I thought, that'd be great. And then they were like, can you just make it Boston, though? So some of my lecture ended up in the book, and some of it was just original research, uh, digging and finding cases that were very famous at their time, but may not be so well-known today, Mm -hmm. like the Jesse Pomeroy case. I don't know if you're familiar with Jesse Pomeroy.
0: No, I mean, the name does sound a little familiar, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I want to get the book. I haven't read it yet, but I definitely would like to. Yeah, so,
1: it's on Amazon. You can get it
0: on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to ask you what your process was like for the book. I know you must have done a lot of research. Did you do any yeah. interviews and visiting locations and stuff too? Yeah,
1: uh, well, when I did the lecture, <clears throat> that was the same thing. And with all my lectures, if I can get out to see the, the site, uh, and photograph it. My wife is a professional photographer, so that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did all the ph- photography for the book and a lot of the photography for my lectures. Uh, we go out and ph- photograph it after researching it. Uh, with the book, it was a little different. Some of it I already had in the can from the, the lecture, and then I had to go out and research it. Um, and then we did a lot of photography in town, so we spent a lot of time in Boston that year. Yeah, I bet. Um, and the research uh, <laughs>
0: Excuse me. was
1: kind of research, right, uh, which I don't like to do. I like to, I'm actually working on a book on Crossfit Notch right now. What I, what I want to do, what I'm doing right now is doing all the research, then I'm going to write it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was kind of done um, chop, chop, like research, right, research, right, like that, which I don't, I don't really like to do that. I like to take my time and do the research and write it out afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess like process can be different for different things too. But what was the most interesting piece of history for you that you've written about?
1: Um, the most interesting piece of history that I've written about, hmm, I would, well, I go back to that Jesse Pomeroy case. Okay. Uh, I think that was really fascinating because here you had a kid that was probably 12 or 13. And, uh, he, he was caught torturing young boys in Boston. He kidnapped them and tortured them, oh, yeah. sexually motivated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they put him in reform school and, uh, somehow he got out and then he started killing people a few years later. And, uh, after two victims, he was caught. But I think, uh, if they hadn't caught him, he would have been quite a prolific serial killer. Yeah, sounds uh, and just like a it. young kid and it's it's an interesting read to look at the psychology, uh, his background before he started doing these things and afterwards in prison, how he was pure yeah. Um, psychopath
0: yeah, sounds like it, now how long ago was that?
1: Uh, that was in the 1870s so, uh. you know, they talk about H.H. H. Holmes as the first serial killer um, Jesse, there were more there were others before him, Jesse Pomeroy was definitely a serial killer. Um, they just stopped him before he, he uh, killed any more.
0: Yeah, thank God for that, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, and he, he was so young, too. Yeah. That's another thing, another component of it. Mm-hmm. Another another thing that I've written um, is I, I, I do a lecture on the uh, Sacco Vanzetti case, and uh, I wrote an article a little while back on Celestino Medeiros, who was uh a man that was executed along with them he he had a integral part in the case cuz he actually uh confessed to being at the robbery that they were accused of committing and uh was actually executed for another crime but they didn't believe that he had actually been at the robbery so uh he cycling vinzetti did not get off because of his confession
0: oh wow
1: it's kind of ironic that he was executed the same night
0: yeah, it is. Now, is, the, is that in your book as well?
1: No, that's that didn't take place in Boston, but uh, okay. like I said, I've been lecturing on the sacco Vanzetti case for years, too. And mm-hmm. That's had a lot written about it, and people always ask me, why don't you write something about Sacco and Vanzetti?" And I, I always say, well, there's nothing new, really. I'd just be rehashing old stuff in, in a different way, which some authors do. Yeah. But... um. I, I want to have something new if I'm going to write about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, you said you were working on a, a new book right now, correct?
1: Yeah, Do you it's, it's a, um, I'm actually up in New Hampshire right now. It's on the history of Crawford Notch. Oh, cool! Which is a very famous area in uh, New Hampshire. It's where the Mount Washington Hotel is, Bretton Woods, all that.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, it's got
1: quite a quite an interesting history, you know, going all the way back to the the Native Americans that lived here and right up to the present where it's, it's kind of a, a hiking and a skiing Mecca now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is a good week to do it because school's on vacation and stuff. Yeah. So that yeah. works out. <laughs> do you have any timeline when that book might be out or?
1: Um, probably within a year, year and a half.
0: Okay. We'll have to look at
1: kind that. kind of in the final stages of the, um, mm-hmm. the research portion.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, have you ever done any investigating at all?
1: Uh as far as um uh paranormal? Yes. I the only actual instance where I even came close to that was when I worked at the Alden House you saw that in the in the lecture. Okay. Where they had a paranormal group come in and I was there more to keep an eye on the house cuz I worked there. <laughs> And oh, right, I yeah. did observe all the people with the, you know, the the video and the the recording and everything. But I, I myself have never done it. No.
0: no, I haven't either. I've gone on a couple like, you know, how they hold them. Like they had one at the public house in Starbridge, Mass a yeah. while back. And I uh, went on that. It was pretty interesting.
1: That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I actually did an episode on my experience there and. Um, another episode where I interviewed Tom D'Agostino and Arlene Nicholson, who were the investigators on that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was really interesting, and I kind of want to get more into that.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to do that at some time. I, I've tried, you know, recording on my phone and trying to get EVPs and stuff like that, but I haven't really come up with anything.
0: Yeah, I guess that can be pretty tricky, too. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
1: But I uh, I could... If I knew a group, I could probably bring him to all sorts of places that would be haunted that nobody knows about.
0: I bet. Yeah. I'd like to go.
1: Like Notch, for instance. um, Yeah. A big part of the book is the the Willie family incident. Um, The Willie family was this uh, family that lived in the Notch. They were like the only family down there in the 1820s, pretty much. And uh, there was this horrible storm, and then there was a giant mudslide, they came down the mountain and back their house mm-hmm. and they all died in it, but the house was not even touched. The the landslide went around the house. So they must have run out of the house and they got killed.
0: Oh my god, that's weird, huh? Like yeah. see if they had stayed they in the house. say you can
1: hear the voices of the kids out in the woods. They they found almost all the bodies except for I think three of the kids.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's probably definitely haunted there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind going and checking that out, too. Yeah. Maybe at some point. Who knows? I want to see, like, what exactly, like, what equipment I need to get, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, I'm sure there's tons of different EVP equipment. Which one's the best one that doesn't, you know, cost a ton of money to start out with?
1: Right, right. I think just a simple digital recorder would do it. Yeah, but then maybe. Then again, I'm not an expert. You probably have to talk to somebody who's an actual investigator. Yeah. Um.
0: So I know you've visited the Lizzie Borden house. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And because I remember you sl- you showed a couple of slides.
1: Um, yeah.
0: That you got a, some. Um, uh, I forget what they're called. We, we we
1: caught orbs in there. Orbs. That's what I was which, trying saying. Which think isn't about. you know that's not a rare occurrence. Uh, mm-hmm. um Mhm. Um. But they seem to be, it's the funny locations that they were in, like uh, on the couch where they found Andrew, Mm -hmm. Um, for some reason they were in that stairway, Uh, we we took pictures all over the house, and that's the only place that we got those orbs, so...
0: Yeah, I know, when you showed those slides for those, I was like, oh my god, Mm. because you can tell, they're they're definitely orbs, and like you said, where they were located is like...
1: Right, and almost in the same... Configuration of his body laying on that couch. Mm-hmm. I think I remarked about that. How, if you look, it looks like, you know, if you connect the dots, it's somebody laying on the couch.
0: Yeah, like where his head was, and then it goes, yeah, down. yeah, there was mm-hmm. a few of them. And then on the stairs, too.
1: Yes, and, uh, I don't know why they're in the stairs, but uh, something's going on there. But like I said, uh, you know, I've, I've never seen any, you know, uh, full body apparitions or anything, but. Uh, I did have a feeling of breathlessness right there mm-hmm. on the stairs I, I think I joked it's not because I came up the stairs I actually come from the other direction and I was looking down the stairs right and you get this feeling like you're having a little bit of trouble breathing
0: yeah so I wonder like orbs do you know like like what the definition is you think that's like that's the energy of uh, a I, I think the
1: common... Definition is uh, that it's a manifestation of a spirit, mm-hmm. uh, a ghostly manifestation. That, that's what the paranormal people will tell you. That the skeptics will say it's just a reflection of something off your your lens or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean,
1: but, um, it, I've actually done a little research on it, and a fellow wrote a book about orbs. Uh, I, and I can't quote it right now; it's not in front of me. But uh, he did an experiment where he went out in his backyard and he just took pictures. And he the first night he caught it. A couple orbs, and then as as the nights progressed, more and more and more orbs would be showing up in his backyard. So I I don't think you can say that's just reflection off of your lens or something in your camera. No. So there's something to this mm-hmm. this orb thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, and if you're familiar like with orbs and what they call like lens flare yeah yeah. Uh, from a camera i mean you can you can definitely tell the difference if you Mm -hmm. if you know you know so because i went to photography school too and we learned all about like lens flare and stuff yeah
1: it's kind of a starburst looking
0: yeah uh, and it's uh, more spread out i think and an orb is more like Mm -hmm. a concentrated energy or Mm -hmm. however you want to define it but yeah, so
1: it, it seems that the uh, the the edges of the orbs are more defined.
0: Mm-hmm. Too yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to to your lecture that you do just on on the Lizzie Borden house mm-hmm. and the Lizzie Borden case. That case is just always, ever since I can remember, has just interested me so much.
1: Oh, me too. I, yeah,
0: you know, I guess because it's it, it's such a mystery.
1: It is. That's that's what attracts people. It's not really the the heinous murder, murderers, um, it's the mystery. I, I always say to people, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that house yeah. to know what's going on. I, I have my own theories, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nobody knows. And that's the beauty of it. You know, it's, it, people sit and debate who it is and everything. And when you learn about the case, it's, it's quite a mystery. It's kind of like, who could have done it?
0: Right. I know, because, uh, you know, you can be reading about it and do a lot of research and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I think it, it's got to yeah. be Lizzie Borden. <laughs> and then you read something else, like, well, maybe, no, maybe it was her sister, or,
1: mm-hmm. no,
0: maybe the relative that was visiting. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Uncle just... Uncle
1: John, or was it the maid? It's it's like a big game of Clue. yeah. And and the funny thing is, you know, during the lecture, I always remind people, it's like we we talk about these people like it is a game of Clue, and then you have to remember that there were real victims here, Mm -hmm. real people involved.
0: And you know what? It's funny about EVPs, too, and I'm actually going to be interviewing Cody Despians, and he is an EVP expert, and I know that he said he has EVP of um, Andrew. Yes. So, I heard the EVP, but I couldn't mm-hmm. tell what he was saying, and it was pretty, like, mm-hmm. the voice was pretty clear. Have you heard that one?
1: No, I haven't heard that one, but I uh, but I, I, I was, uh, I don't know if I told you, I was on Kindred Spirits a little while back when they did Maplecroft. I was the historian. Yeah. And um, they were having no luck in the house. They weren't getting anything, and then I said, well you're calling her Lizzie, she, at the end of her life, she called herself Lizbeth. Mm-hmm. Try Lizbeth. And and I said to him, I was like, this, she's probably like, oh, great. Here come the ghost hunters. They've been working on the other house and now they're going to be over here. And mm-hmm. she probably doesn't want to talk about the case. And so they went and removed everything about, you know, that they weren't going to mention the case and they referred to it as Lizbeth. And I think they got some EVPs on that one.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, because she didn't want to be known as Lizzie anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah, that. and doesn't want to talk about the case. And I, I can imagine you know, her whole life was spent trying to defend her. Well, she she didn't d- try to defend herself after the trial. She just kind of um, dis- dis- disappeared, became somewhat of a um, recluse. hmm Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what do you think about... Her sister, she lived, her and her sister lived at Maplecroft. Yeah. Um, and then her yeah. sister just took off abruptly from what I understand. Right. What, what do you think about that? Do you? Um,
1: it was around the same time that uh, she was, uh, developed a friendship with an actress. Um, oh, off the top of my head, what's her name? Well, she developed a friendship with an actress, um, Nance um, O'Neill. She was a Broadway actress in uh, New York, and she had all these theater people up for parties. and You know, the rumors that have come down through the years are that they had some kind of a lesbian relationship, and that's probably why Emma left.
0: Yeah, that was one of the theories that I heard, too. And then another one that... Um, Lizzie may have confessed to her, and she didn't uh, want to be in the yeah. house anymore.
1: She um, she did give an interview. Emma did give an interview to a paper and said it was something that she'll never mention. She'll never talk about it. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: that could fit either scenario, I guess.
0: Yeah. 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 And it's like with the movies, too. There's a couple of different movies. And I know mm-hmm. in, in one of them, um, not the one... Um, with Elizabeth Montgomery, but the other one at the end, they kind of make it look like, um, Emma, you know, she's kind of getting upset because of all the parties and she's telling Elizabeth that, you know, they're not really your friends. They're just here because, you know of what happened or whatever uh, right. and then then Lisbeth
1: and you've got a lot of
0: money <laughs> yeah and and yeah. Then she whispers in Emma's ear and they don't let you know what she's saying and then they show Emma running out of the house and that's it so you oh. know they that one there it kind of makes it look like oh I bet you she's confessing to
1: her right right so
0: another part of the mystery you know mm-hmm. but
1: was, was that the one that came out uh, a couple of years ago I think so.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was horrible. And I oh. can't think who was in that one, but.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I forget, too. I, I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> yeah. And that, then there was some kind of TV series after that based on Lizzie where she went on killing people or you know, totally yeah.
0: fictional. <laughs> the li- Yeah. Wasn't that the Lizzie Borden Chronicles, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That, I haven't and, and seen that. The thing
1: is, people will watch that and think it's all true.
0: Mm-hmm
1: which yeah. you know, I'm, I'm probably the worst person to go see a, a history movie with because I'll <laughs> sit there and pick it apart and find all the things that aren't right. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a lot wrong with that movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. All speculation, I guess. Yeah.
1: A lot of it. Yeah. And just things, a lot of anachronisms. And you
0: know. Yeah. Cause I visited the house. I went on the tour and, I didn't feel anything in the house like no. well, I just felt a little creeped out because of knowing what happened there, yeah,
1: that's what I always tell myself it's maybe it's because I know what's happened here,
0: yeah, but in the where I felt really creeped out like was in the gift shop,
1: yeah that's that's actually a new building,
0: yeah, because it's I was it's on the
1: side of where the the barn was,
0: all right, that's what I was thinking, yeah. and maybe that's why, because. I went in the gift shop before I even went on the tour, uh-huh. and I was just—I—I I almost like couldn't be in there. I was so creeped out, and I said, "Wow, well, this is going to be good because if I'm this creeped out <laughs> in the gift shop, yeah." And but then I didn't. I got to tell you though, I do have a couple of pictures uh-huh. that I took um, in the house, uh-huh. and because I had I had a digital print magazine that I was doing before and I wrote an article on my experience there. And then I did it as, um, you know, a podcast. So when I wanted to take a picture, I made sure there was no one else in the room because I wanted to just get the room, you know, and right. see if anything showed up or whatever. And so I was actually in the parlor there where, um, he was murdered. Right, Andrew right. was murdered and, I think that's the room anyway. Is that the one that has a big mirror above uh,
1: the couch? It's it's the one with the big couch.
0: Yeah, that's. There's a, two
1: parlor. Well, there's a sitting room and a parlor. The parlor is up front. Sitting rooms on the side, like uh, parallel to where the, the dining room is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was whichever one had had like a big mirror over the sofa, the couch. Yeah. And right. my friend Tanya was with me. And the only person that was still in the room was the gu- the guide. Uh-huh. And everyone had gone to the next room. And she's like, go ahead, take your picture, because she didn't want to walk in front. So we're looking All in right. the mirror. And we said, let's take a picture of us in the mirror. <gasps> and so when we got home, I was looking through my pictures. And I sent it. To, she, she went home. And I, <laughs> I texted her the picture. I said, Tanya, there was a guy behind us. Oh. And I did not recognize him as being Uh. in our group. And I asked her, I said, do you remember this man in our group? And she's like, no, why? I said, Uh. well, because he's in the picture.
1: (laughs) And everybody was out of
0: the room. Yeah, everybody. I double-checked that. Uh. And the only thing is he was dressed in, like, regular clothes, like what we wear today. Like, he had, like, a button-down shirt. And he had a baseball hat on. Huh. But he was not in our group, so sure. I don't know if, like, parallel universe thing or, you know, there's so many different questions. Right. And then I was in the room where Emma was murdered. I mean, not Emma, sorry, where the, the stepmother Abby, was yeah. murdered, Abby, yeah. Yeah. And, again, I made sure everyone was out of the room. And then I took a picture of a picture that was on the wall, and I think that was Elizabeth in a rocking chair when she got older or something. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I
1: think that was taken at Maplecroft, probably.
0: Yeah, and she was sitting in a rocking chair on the porch.
1: Yeah, there's like a stone chimney behind her.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, oh, my goodness. So I continued looking through my pictures, and I saw the profile of that same man reflecting oh. just his head, though, in, in the glass bizarre. of that picture. Because I made sure I stand, like, you know, so I won't really be in it and I didn't use a flash but you can see like the profile of him with the baseball hat but it's just his head and it's
1: I wonder if it's one of the guests that had passed on and this is where he wants to haunt
0: (laughs) yeah maybe but so those were the two interesting things that happened to me there anyway (laughs)
1: that's that's strange wow
0: yeah oh and one more thing sorry now I'm like talking like you're interviewing me (laughs)
1: I can use this in my lecture next
0: time (laughs) yeah that would be awesome so I made sure my phone was 100% charged when we got to the house right because I wasn't sure if you could take pictures or anything but I wanted to be ready Mm -hmm. and so I'm walking in the house and I'm holding the phone and I watched it was 100% as soon as I stepped into the house my battery drained down to 27% wow
1: it just went yeah "Hmm?" they say that happens
0: and then it stopped at 27%.
1: Something's trying to drain your uh, energy.
0: Mm-hmm. And it stayed at 20, 27% throughout the entire tour. Huh. And let me take all the pictures I wanted, but it never went down even wow.
1: more. And nothing materialized either, so. No. Nope. That supposedly, they're trying to drain the energy off to manifest.
0: I guess so. They picked my yeah. phone because when that happened, I, I said, hey, did anybody else elsa's phone just drain and everyone looks at their phone they're like no i'm like okay no. well they picked my phone to get it <laughs> it's
1: because you have a samsung that's why
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they have a preference but yeah yeah feel free to use any of those stories in your in
1: your I will. yeah all
0: right um We. Well, let's see now maybe you want to tell like your website where people can find your schedule Oh yeah my,
1: my website is uh Dailyhistory.com, my name is D-A-L-E-Y, and just tack history onto it. Okay. And I, I'm i on Facebook, I have a fan page, and also, I'm on LinkedIn too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I, I don't do, I uh, haven't gotten into Instagram and Twitter yet. Twitter just seems to be for, you know, Madonna and yeah. Donald Trump and... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's so many I'd be different. tweeting
1: out to nobody basically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's so many different platforms or
1: uh, social yeah.
0: media sites. It's like you know, you once you start posting stuff, you feel like you need to post it everywhere so that everybody sees right. it. Right, it,
1: it becomes kind of a little job, yeah. You know, the social media aspect, but I enjoy that. I put stuff on up on my stuff on my uh, pages all the time. Yeah, that's my, good. My webpage is pretty static. That's just basically. Um, information about the lectures and, um, where I'm appearing, but my Facebook and my LinkedIn, I put, um, you know, I put little stories up and whatnot and, you know, where I'm lecturing and,
0: yeah, okay. Information like that. All right, so check out Christopher Daly, and you can get his book on Amazon, Murder and Mayhem in Boston. Yes. So I'm going to order that, and I'm going to uh, keep an eye on your schedule too and, and hope to catch you at another lecture soon. All right. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much for um doing this interview. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. All right, have a good night.
1: All right, you too.
0: Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Entertainment Source Interviews is an Entertainment Source production. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and where you listen to your podcasts. You can follow Entertainment Source Interviews on Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to make a donation to our tip jar, you can find the link in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, It's Just a Ghost. a Ghost.